Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. Patrons, it's a time. You might not know what's cooking, but I do. It's a dinner. Uh, dinner of dreams, a dreamy dinner uh, that you help uh, stir the pot on. Thank you so much, and uh, let's get out the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's giving you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, changes you know, changes in your schedule, uh, time, temperature, noise, whatever it is. Uh, I'd like to take your mind off that. I'd like to keep you company and uh, create a safe place where you could get away from it a little bit, get some distance. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, rustified tangents. I'm going to go off topic, circular and ovular logic, and a bunch of other stuff. But mostly I'm going to try to use friendly banter. Uh, to keep you company. And if you're new, let me tell you a couple of things about the structure of the show and what to expect. Uh, structurally, the show starts off with a couple of minutes of business. That's how we keep it going and free. Uh, then there's an intro, which we just started. The intros are around 12 minutes, and they're a bit longer than a, a concise intro. I guess it'd be the opposite of concise. Yeah, but they are a beloved, like a part of a regular sleep with me listener experience. So if you're new, kind of give it a, a, a chance and see what you think. Uh, some listeners use it as they're getting ready for bed as part of their wind down. Uh, because the kind of the intro is also a show within a show, they fall asleep during. They listen for five or ten, ten minutes as they drift off and, and actually fall asleep. Some listeners have skipped the intro to get straight to the story. Uh, so there's no wrong way to listen to it. Just, just kind of, you're just passively consuming and see how it goes. That's the intro. Uh, Content-wise in the intro, it's me trying to explain what the podcast is, trying to create a safe place that's a little bit familiar but different every time. And try to make you feel welcome and, and know what to expect, but it just takes me. I say, well, what, which which part should I explain to them? And they say, what was I what was I talking about? I said, and I said, well, let me think about this. And and then I say, oh wait, I'm trying to explain the structure of the show. And then twelve minutes have gone by, and you know maybe thirty uh, percent of the audience is asleep. Uh, so that's uh, the intro. Then there's the the story which tonight you're in for a treat because it's a real-time recipe where it's a bit like a cooking show, but at the end of it you say, I'm not sure, was there any food prepared? Did I learn any? No, you were uh, either comforted or put to sleep by it. Uh, but we'll take a trip to a grocery store and uh, we'll prepare a meal uh, for some friends. So just more of a friendly dinner atmosphere. It's the best kind of dinners, uh, and it'll be not one pot, uh, a few pots, uh, but not too many. I'll do the dishes, I'll do the prep work, uh, and I'll do the cooking. Don't worry.
Uh, between the intro and the story, we have a little bit more business, and then at the end of the show, we have some thank yous. Uh, so that's the structure of the show. As far as what else to expect, uh, even though this is a podcast, you don't really need to listen. Uh, you can listen, and I do make a show with the percentage of listeners in mind that are really having trouble sleeping and that are going to be here till the end. So I do make it a whole show. I'll be here till the end, but because I'm here to the end, I think in some a paradoxical way that means you can fall asleep whenever you want and that you don't need to listen to me you can but i don't make a whole lot of sense and i take forever to get there and it can be a bit jumbled and a bit confusing but it's it's friendly i'm i'm here to help uh, so kind of listen loosely if if you if you can and maybe the first few t- tries the first two li- few listens you might try to understand the show or make some sense of it. Uh, but after a while, like most regular listeners say, well, I figured out that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And then I started falling asleep right away. So that's the goal. Uh, you can listen, but you don't need to. And some listeners turn the volume almost all the way down to just have some friendly noise going on. And even though this is a sleep podcast, you're also under pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be here for about an hour to keep you company as you fall asleep. So, so like I said, some people fall asleep during the intro. Uh, some people are here to the very end. Some people listen to eight, nine episodes every single night. Uh, some people turn the show on. They don't listen to go to bed. They listen when they get up uh, in the, you know, to go to the restroom or whatever it is uh, in the middle of the night. Uh, so there's no wrong way to listen, but there's no pressure to fall asleep. You, you, that's why I make the show so long. When I first started making the podcast, the episodes were only like 15, 20, 30 minutes. And I kept thinking about it. I'm like, well, if I listen to the show, I'd want plenty of time to fall asleep. I wouldn't want to have to be asleep in 15 or 20 minutes. You know, I'd want a long runway. Uh, that way I do have this uh, safe, relaxing place to be in. And uh, plenty of room to drift off. And now there's plenty of other episodes, so you can line them up back to back if you need. And what that means is just fall asleep, you know, as is convenient. Uh, just rest and, and kind of listen to me. And the reason I make the show is because I still find sleep baffling. I had a lot of trouble falling asleep as a kid. And that's when my issues with sleep began. And, you know, a lot of it is for me is due to overthinking, though I've heard from so many listeners and there's so many different reasons why you can't sleep. But it comes down to my belief you do deserve a good night's sleep. And even when I think about myself as a kid in, in, in fifth and sixth grade, not being able to sleep, I don't know if an adult could have fixed things uh, in that there were adults that wanted to, like my parents. But the fact that... Uh, I, I kind of longed, I didn't realize at the time this is what I longed for, but just someone to be like, hey, let me tell you a story and be here while you can't sleep. And maybe that comfort will let you drift off. And, you know, still now, like this week it's been when I, you know, sometimes I have stuff on my mind I can't sleep. And then other times I have stuff on my mind I fall asleep but then it's like I'm like half asleep and half dreaming and running through stuff. And so I know how it feels, and I'd like to interrupt that and uh, take your mind off stuff, keep you company. Yeah, be your, be your, be your boar friend, be your boar bud, be your boar bay.
be your boar bestie. It, just like when I was a kid, I listened to the radio to the Dr. Demento show. If you're a regular listener, you probably heard me talk about it but it, before. But it was this radio show. It was on Sunday nights, I think from 9 to 11 p.m. And when I was in fifth and sixth grade, I was doing a lot of thinking about school, especially Sunday nights because I hadn't been there in a couple of days. And so by listening to Dr. Demento, and it was a radio show where Dr. Demento was a host, and there was all these, they would play parody songs. They would usually do like a top five, uh, you know, parody and uh, songs, kind of like Weird Al. Weird Al was really popular on uh, Dr. Demento. And there'd just be themes or bits, and it was just funny. It made me laugh. It made me feel like I was a part of something. And it drew my attention away from from, uh, from the, the other stuff. And that's what I hope I can do for you is uh, it could be your friend uh, here in the in the night. And that's that's what I'm applying for. And tonight, like I said, we'll take a little trip to a grocery store. We'll look on the shelves. We'll think about the ingredients. And be calm because you see that's the best time to visit visit a grocery store is when somebody else is doing the shopping, scoots. And we're more floating through the aisles, and it's kind of like you can just barely read the labels. And everything's a little bit out of focus, and I'm, you know, trying to make quips and uh, keep you in mind to talk to you. And you say, okay, what is that ingredient over there? Is that that some sort of gourd? And then what if I talk to a gourd? And this doesn't happen in the episode, but I was just thinking, like, is there any, did gourds have nicknames? And is there a gourd nicknamed Gordo or Gordy? That, what if it was, uh, my, well, I'm Gordy the Gourd. And I'd say, pleased to meet you, Gordy. I'm Scoots, Magoots. I'm here uh, doing a podcast episode. Well, I was doing a podcast intro, and then I was trying to wrap it up, and then suddenly I met you, Gordy. Uh, you go, Gordy the Gourd, do you go by Gordo, Gordy? You can. And, and I, I always get mixed up with gourds. You, you, does Gordy, when people say hollow, hollowed out gourd, how does that make you feel? It's a stage of a circle of life. You're right, Gord. Gord, Gordy. Does anybody call you Gord? What about Gordon? Well, Gordon's your father. Uh, how does that work? The whole gourd uh, thing. Because, you know, you are, some gourds do. Okay, let's not go there. You're right, Gord. You're right, Gordy. Uh, what, Gord, Gordy, have you, do, do you listen to Everything is Alive, the podcast? Have you listened to that one? No. Well, yeah, they actually get on the mic. Maybe you could think about going on there. It's, oh, no, it's a great podcast. But, uh, yeah, you should check it out. You should, oh, you don't have ears. Well, then how is this working? Is it uh, mind to mind, spirit to spirits? Oh, it's in my imagination. Thanks. Uh, well, it's great meeting you, Gordy, Gordon, Gordo. Yeah, enjoy your uh, time at the supermarket, and uh, I'll check in with you later. All right, hey, everybody, I'm back. Sorry, there's a little side trip there. But like I was saying, I, I, one, I really appreciate you checking the show out. As a lot of regular listeners say, it does take a few episodes to uh, for it to work. So give it a few tries. But there's no pressure. I'm just here to help the people that I can to keep you company if I can, to make things feel a little bit less serious if I can. 
and ideally help you get the sleep you deserve. I really do believe that. And that is why I work so hard and I strive because I really want to help you fall asleep. Thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. Hey, good to see you again. Thanks for coming over. It's It's been a while since we've cooked together. Not a while since I've cooked, but a while since I said, huh, this is something, and I know you're going to say meatballs again, and I'd say it's a ta- another take on meatballs. Uh, what can I say? I guess, I guess I'm uh, mad for meatballs of any meat, too. You know, they have that uh, new, whatever it is called, burger, uh, the Incredible Burger, I think they call it. I haven't had one. Uh, by the way, you look great. Uh, yeah, have a seat while we chat. And believe it or not, now we'll just like, have a seat here, and it'll be like my car. We'll transfer right over to the shopping we have to do. I don't have a shopping list, so be forewarned. We're going to be winging it. Uh, but, yeah, there's this. It's called the Incredible Burger. I don't know if it's a brand or just a, a, a saying or a slogan. There is one of my favorite places to eat here where I live, uh, the uh, Scolari's, and it's a takeout place. Uh, I don't eat there that often, but uh, they had, uh, this was a few months ago, maybe even more, probably longer, maybe uh, eight months ago. And I saw it there, and I didn't know that it was a meatless burger. And it was a little bit, uh, I said, oh, that's uh, incredibly, uh, like, uh, higher than I thought I would pay for a burger. But not too expensive, you know, like maybe in the $8 range. And I said, whoa, that's, what's so incredible? I think I did say, what's so incredible about that burger? And then they explained, they said, well, did you read all the stuff we wrote on the board about it? I said, no, no, just I saw incredible and it made me incredibly curious. And they said, well, this is, I don't know what they said. I kind of said, okay, I'm not ready to try that. Also, they had fried chicken on the menu. So I said, I think I'll do the fried chicken. Also, one of the movies of the summer was Incredibles 2. Really delightful and fun movie. Oh, I forgot. We went and saw that. Sorry about that. That was a fun, oh, that was a fun time. Oh, and we ate at Scolari's before. Oh, okay. Well, you learn something new every day. So what are we cooking? Well, I have uh, options. Uh, so we're going to be cooking another, t- yet another take on meatballs and tacos, but with a secondary option. So we're going to have a salmon option. Uh, and then you could also, you know, you can obviously make your meatballs of any material you wish. And this is going to be a kind of a combination like a, like I guess like a combination of flavors because I said, well, when I first came up with this recipe, I was in the mood for some Indian food. And then I was looking through my cupboards, and that's when I made the salmon version. And then I said, well, what about some meatballs in this style? So that's the genesis of the recipe. Oh, maybe we could make a. I'll still forget if we make a shopping list. But yeah, we'll need salmon, fresh salmon. We'll need ground, you know, meats. Uh, now, we one thing you should know is uh, TJ's. I don't believe that. Yeah, that, no, that's what we're calling it now. TJ's. It's the place. Just yeah, just like the big mort. It is, but uh, it won't be named. Well, it's just a thing, like, they had their own podcast. I've been trying for, like, four years to say, why don't you sponsor podcasts? And they won't, they say, 
and tons of listeners emailed them. They said, well, we don't market that way. And then, you know, they, they, it kind of felt like they weren't taking it seriously that I love the store and spend, you know, most of my earnings there. And so I said, well, I can't, can't, because can't, we do charge people to talk, talk about them on the show. And I said, I can't in good conscience know, you know, guessing how much they spent to make their own podcast. Uh, you know, just trying to keep the show sustainable. So we'll just just say, TJ, so we're still going there. And I may, when we get there, I may ask to speak to, like, uh, may, you know what I mean? I might, like, uh, see if the, the trader is in. No, T-A-R, not, no, no, not like Benedict Arnold. Okay, what, so we need Sam. Oh, what was he going to say about, I, I did, I go, went off right off on a pointless meander. Uh, I would say a pointed pointless meander. I just get an idea. I'll cross, hopefully I'll cross my fingers and remember this one. Because it could be, this could be a healing journey. Uh, maybe someone there hears it and they say, what are we doing? Like, uh, why aren't we sponsoring podcast? I mean, maybe they could, they don't even need to sponsor my show. I mean, it'd be great if they did. But, you know, they could sponsor some other shows too. Like, but so, um, oh, what was he going to say? Oh, so they don't have uh, a seasoning or a, uh, a, a curry paste. So here's the two options uh, the, 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 for, you know, when you're making it at home, because we're covered here. And I know Jamie Oliver, like, kind of with that book, uh, He's, he was the Naked Chef. I think so. I, never, I didn't know of him when he was the Naked Chef. Uh, a couple of my friends were big fans. But then the Food Revolution thing, I, I was into that. I have that cookbook. Yeah, so he, he gives a lot of great tips. But so, okay, here's the thing. There's two two options, maybe more. But these are the two easiest options. One is to get a patox, which I think he recommends, curry paste, in. I'm pretty sure, I've never looked on the internet, but I'm sure you could buy it on there. But I wouldn't know where. Uh, but a, a good, another good way to get it is just to go to a, a local a local grocer, grocer, probably a mom and pop shop, uh, that stocks patox. I think you say patox, uh, uh, curry paste. And you look in your, look in your uh, internet, you know, say, hey... Uh, are there any grocers, you know, that serve a, a you know, a population that likes Indian food? It could be in London or, you know, it could be like a, a place that serves a nice, a diverse populace of people. Uh, so that would be the A, the a game. I don't have Patax because I like, um, I guess I just started slacking. But the other thing is every time, like, so a lot of times for holidays or when you move, or you you know you establish a new relationship or something. Inevitably, someone gives you a collection of spices as a gift. Either as a housewarming gift, uh, a shower gift, a moving gift. Uh, I don't know what to to get you gift. And normally, those spice collections a lot of times will come with something. And I don't know, like, I, I honestly don't know the differences between the different flavors. And that's not that important because this is an open recipe. You know, you can make it as you wish at your place. But that that happened to me where it's like a, a couple different times uh, people give me spices. Uh, and there was like maybe masala. Is that one of them? Uh, there was like different curries. 
And at some point, I was trying to reduce, you know, a tiny house it a little bit. <laughs> and uh, so I put them all in one jar together because they said, okay, otherwise they're going to dry out or like, uh, and, you know, maybe that's a no-no in some places or whatever. But I put them all in one jar, shook it up, got it airtight. And yeah, re, a re, recycled jar, but that gave me where I've been using those spices. You know, I just shake it up. It, it, it's just the spices. It's no salt, so it's a little bit easier to measure out. And actually, that's all we'll do with the salmon. Is uh, we're gonna put some salt on there, maybe some of the Trader Joe's chili lime salt, uh, and then some spice. Now, otherwise, you could rub it with a curry paste if you wish. Uh, so when we get to salmon, when we get back, you're in charge. Oh, we could just go through that right now? Okay. And basically, all this will do is you could leave that overnight. You could put it in the freezer and use it another time. Or you could give it an hour. Maybe squeeze some lemon or some lime on there. I like to do it after it's done. And then we're just going to, um, uh, you know, sear it in the skillet. Cook it up to, to whatever doneness we like. Yeah, you could throw it on the grill uh, I find that salmon, if you're going to do it on the grill, it, I don't know, with this particular spices, I think it's nice to to, 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 to sear it because then it has like a little bit of a cakey spice on the outside. No, she was not a spice girl. The cakey spice was, that was when I wrote the fan fiction, uh, the Spice Girls Girls. Yeah, the Spice Girls Girls novel about the girls uh, the Spice Girls had, uh, and Cakey Spice was one of those. It was Actor Rebellion. Uh, like, it was, it was, I think it was sporty. Like she said, well, I'm going to be cakey, Mom. I've had, I was trying to write, you know, I was trying to write that uh, as an experiment. Uh, what other ones? Umami or whatever. Umami. Um, uh, okay, I can't talk about it right now because it's under... Uh, uh, you know, when they, they heard about it, they said, you can't write a book called The Spice Girls, Girls. And they said, yeah, because it has girls twice. It's different. Uh, and it's not The Spice Girls, Girls. It's just Spice Girls, Girls. And Spice Girls, Girls, to, to Spice Girls, Girls World. Spice Girls, Girls 2. Okay, but that's it for the salmon. And you can eat that just like it is. But we're going to make uh, some taco kind of, you know, a taco-esque creation. Because, you know, of course i got to Americanize everything. But it's also convenient. But that salmon would be great by itself or with some carbs, like on a bed of rice or uh, some other whole grain carb. Uh, you know, maybe couscous. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of whole wheat couscous, but I know my daughter's not. In fact, that's what I'd go with, because if you fluff that couscous nicely, it really goes well with uh, salmon. So that was, and then you can have some vegetables on the side, obviously. Uh, but, okay, so that's uh, one dish, boom, with an option. Oh, look, we're outside of TJ's already. Perfect. So here's what we need here. Uh, cucumbers, and they have the seedless small ones. Let's get those. We're going to need some yogurt. I have dill at home, lemons and limes, uh, hummus and tabula, or tabuli, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they sometimes, because it's like in the late summer and fall season, they'll have kebabs that have uh, like pre-made two kebabs, like kebabs for two, one, two, uh, vegetable kebabs. 
And I found that to be a great time saver. It just has like a mushroom, which, you know, but then it has uh, onion, bell pepper, zucchini, and maybe something else in there. But, it, you know, that could be a nice way to add some vegetable. Plus, you get the onion without having to buy the onion. Okay, so those are some of the things we need in this section. Yeah, so the cucumbers are right there. You know, be careful when you get those cucumbers. They're like the like bigger than a finger. Uh, they don't don't let tra- like the TJ's workers hear this, but those don't last very long in the fridge. Uh, and I'm talking less than five days, so we got to use them. They are seedless, so it's going to save us time. What are we going to use them for? Well, I'll tell you ahead of time. We're going to do something a little controversial. We're going to make a Greek to, to whatever tzatziki or whatever they call that. Uh, and we're just going to chop up the cucumbers. Uh, I use that European yogurt, whole milk European style. It's a little bit more uh, liquidy than your Greek yogurt. Also, uh, two bucks or less, I think. And it still has a pretty high, I don't know, it looks healthy and it's easier. It's just, it's just, you could, yeah, it's almost like a drink uh, substance. So it just depends on how thick you like your yogurt. But I say, what's the hype of this Greek yogurt? It's two bucks more. I was into it. You're right. I was into Greek yogurt for a time and I'm not against it. I just say, well, just have this, it's two bucks less, a European yogurt. Uh, and I can pour it in, like, if I'm making something to drink, uh, I could put some yogurt that, yeah, well, some people drink yogurt, some people don't. I don't, I mix it in a, like a smoothie. Uh, but yeah, we're going to, those are the ingredients for that is, uh, the salt, lemon, uh, cucumbers, and then some, uh, dill seasoning I have at home, dried dill. Um, yeah, I'm back on dill, believe it or not, like, uh, only with the, that, uh, cucumber sauce, I said, that's the ingredient that I, like, I made it one time on, uh, I think it was a HelloFresh recipe, it was. And I said, that's how you make it? Oh, boy. And I, I went out and bought some because they said, this is great. Yeah, we could use some red onion. Yeah, so that'll be, so, yeah, you could be in charge of the salmon. Okay, you got the salmon. Great job. Uh, anything going on at this store? No, I mean, this store, you know. I guess I'm a little, like like I said, I said, well, I have this is now business-only place. Ever since they won't do business with the podcast, they say, well, I'm just here to shop for my groceries. So maybe, like, uh, I have a little emotion, emotional absence here. So, yeah, I don't have a crush on anybody that works here or that shops here that I know of or that shopped here at the same time. Well, I mean, still, yeah, but, it, like, you know what I mean. I mean, here's something. I do think this doesn't have to do with, like, uh, attraction, but sometimes I'll see people, and they say, does that person, is that, where do I know that person from? You know me, because I'm in the no-drinking club, too. Then I say, hmm. And then 90% of the time, it's not, it's Trader Joe. I say, oh, that person, yeah, I guess they spend a lot of time here. Uh, So, okay, so, okay, so where were we? Okay, oh, so other things we need. So, you know, ground, uh, you know, personally, I find the meatballs come out best. It's uh, a pound of pork, ground pork, and a pound of uh, ground beef. And you, there's like a, I would say if you're going to use a pork, use in the, the not use the 80-20, but use the, the 90-10 or whatever. 
Uh, but they also have like uh, grass fed or buffalo or turkey or I think they, I don't know if they have gra- chicken there. But yeah, or you could, you know, whatever, when you're on your own, you could design it as you wish. Well, we get two pounds. We're going to get some eggs because I'm just going to use one egg as a binder. You know, another thing they don't have here is red miso. That's been, I've been using that in everything now. I'm on the miso train. Yeah, miso, like I love, like uh, everything. Instead of salt, most of the time I'm using miso. I mean, sometimes it doesn't sprinkle, so you got to mix it. So it's better with liquidy stuff. Uh, we will put it in the meatballs. Uh, it, the only thing is it's because it's a paste. It would go great if we had the epitax because uh, we can mix it all together and then put it in. But then curry paste is already going to have some salt, so we don't want over salt. So we'll skip it for now, but they don't sell that here anyway. We're going to get – they have little vegetables. I forget what they're called, and they come in a pack uh, – uh, kind of like a curry vegetable. It has a little potato piece. Yeah, that's the one. It can't read the label right now. Yeah, but that's the one. It, it, yeah, it, like uh, so that'll go good. Then there's you, you're ahead of the game. Yeah, this masala is simmer sauce. That's gonna be. That's where we're gonna get that. Yes, great job. And normally, you know, Jamie Oliver would take exception and say, well, just make it, let's make it from scratch. And I say, well, of course, uh, it no, like if I would, but this is supposed to be easy. You know, this is a, we go to the store and we buy everything we need. And, and I guess you could even get away without the curry paste with these two things, with the vegetables and the simmer sauce, as long as you use enough pepper and salt and, and stuff if you don't have any like uh, Indian spices or some other similar thing or curry paste. Okay, but I get mixed up. Oh, we need breadcrumbs. Good job. Yeah, coffee, of course. I mean, not for dinner, but I, yeah, I always get coffee. Uh, you know what we needed from the, we need a flatbread. Like you could get the frozen naan. You could make your own naan. But I like, uh, they have uh, flatbread. They have uh, like a whole wheat one. That's nice, and it is like a, a tortilla size, so then it's like you're eating soft tacos. Yeah, so let me go over what we have. Did you, okay, you got the hummus. Yeah, I like that hummus. It has like pine nuts in there, though. Uh, Mediterranean-style hummus is how they call it. And then the tabula, how do you say that? Tabula, tabula, tabula. Yeah. Oh, they did have the kebabs. Okay, so we have a vegetable we have extra red onion. We have meat. We have a binder. We have um, whatever that stuff's called, breadcrumbs, so we can construct meatballs. Uh, we have some of the similar meatballs, and we have uh, at home we have uh, whatever that's called. Oh, you know, that this is great that we have this extra red onion. That's going to come in handy. Uh, but, yeah, we have um, olive oil at home. Maybe some garlic. Uh, yeah, maybe some garlic. Why not? And we have the extra, the kind of curry vegetables. So that's good. Uh, we have stuff to make the, the sauce. In a well, is, you have the option sauce. So then you have, you could say, well, do I feel like some hummus? Or do I feel more like uh, the tzatziki or whatever? And then, yeah, the tabula just gives you a little bit more. It's a bit like a salsa in this situation. I think that's everything. Let's get some sparkling waters. I mean, I'm probably forgetting something, but, uh, 
Yeah, this is a really easy prep. I do want to, can we stop over here? Yeah, they they hide all these uh, the stuffed animals, you know. This one's Jojo. I think this is Jojo. I want to talk to the bear. You could stand by. Are you Jojo? Yeah, I was wondering if you knew uh, the tra- Joe, the trader. Yeah, well, I'm Scoots Magoots. Uh, that's what I go by. I'm actually Drew, but, you know, when I'm in the grocery store and paying and checking out. But, uh, yeah, make that sleep podcast. Yeah. What's the, um, is there a giraffe? Did you, have you guys thought about hiring Joffrey? Because I know tra- uh, that toy store went out. Like, instead of sponsoring the podcast, don't hire Joffrey. But maybe in addition to sponsoring the podcast, you could hire Joffrey. You are. Okay, well, well, yeah, no, no, I'm not looking to. Uh, here's the thing. You you, you guys, you run the, do you, are you the CEO or the COO or the CF? Like, there's a CFO, financial officer, CEO, executive, CCO, creative officer, COO operate. Yeah, no, my so. I mean, I know my uh, CEO things. Uh, I don't know why. Get, oh yeah, you're right. Training. You're, uh, it's what if yeah, I guess capital capitalism training. You're right. You're hilarious, by the way. Never had a stuffed animal make me almost laugh in a grocery store. May I, did I remember? We're making some meatballs, some salmon. You want, here's the thing. I was going to say if you want to come over. For dinner, if you want to bring the trader or any of the other, I don't know, like you're the only, well, oh, Trader Giotto, you could bring Giotto, any of the other ones, uh, you know, but here's the thing no pressure. I mean, no deals. This would just be pleasure only. You know, come over, we'll eat, you'll see what I can do with your ingredients, which is, uh, you know, average, what the average consumer's probably doing with them. Oh, no, maybe above average. This is my friend. This is JoJo. I, would you use Trader JoJo or JoJo? It, JoJo. How do you feel about all those cookies being named after you when you're not a cookie? It amuses you. It makes sense. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. You, what can you bring? Don't bring cookies named after you because that would be, you know, then we just say, you know, there would be too many awkward jokes. How about you bring, how about a key lime pie? I don't know. Well, I have one in my freezer, so then we'd have two. Yeah, one of yours. It's been in my free freezer for a while. I don't know. I bought it one day. I said, uh, you know what? I love key lime pie in my freezer for eternity. Yeah, but the CMP, I can make stuffed animals laugh uh, just by telling the truth. Well, that's great. We'll see you. We're going to check out. Do you don't do you? No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, do you, could I use your employee discount? But that would make it. Oh, do you, do you like to drink, do, do you drink some sort of banana-based beverage or like an orange banana beverage or mostly sparkling water so I drink at my place? Oh, I could get some lemon and limeade. You're right. Uh, hmm, I don't know if that's going to go with what we're serving. Let me think about it. But, you know, I'll get some. I love that shirt on you, by the way. And also, like, uh, are you hiding because you're shy or just for fun? Sometimes one, sometimes the other. Terrific. No, uh, well, here's the thing. If you do talk to Joe, Dre, oh, wait, you're JoJo. Is that like your, are you like undercover boss, like uh, Trader JoJo, Trader Joe, you're Joe? No, two, two different beings. Well, yeah, no, no, no. I, I just like, I don't want to sound passive aggressive. It's not like it's 100% uh, 
not passive. It's just saying, hey, I love you. I think you'd like me. What in the heck? Uh, you know what I mean? There's no bad spirit or whatever. But I also got to say, uh, this is how much you know other people would want, would have to pay if they talked about him as much as you. Yeah, just like if someone, like, uh, like yeah, like podcast isn't free to make, right? So no one can walk out of here with groceries. Yeah, podcast works differently. It'd be, it'd be like uh, than a grocery store. If it worked like a grocery store, it wouldn't even be asking you to sponsor the show. Yeah, it is kind of like a But anyway, it's not a big deal. It, it helps a lot of people sleep, and I just figure you help me eat. Uh, but anyway, do, do, just come over and eat. We won't talk about it again. I just want to make sure that it is like, uh, well, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm a person with issues, but it, you're not. I don't have an issue with you per, you, you, you per se. It's just a desire based on common sense. But it, anyway, great to see you. I'll see you later. Okay, yeah, so Trader Joe, not Trader Jojo and the rest of the squad are coming over. I don't know if they use that. Like, uh, I think squad was like you a couple of years ago. So I just started using that. I don't know who else. I thought it was Joffrey from Trader, from Toys R Us. And I'm not sure. I mean, I thought they had a giraffe. Uh, I don't know if they have a T-Rex. There's Jojo. And I don't know. I guess I'm not a tra- I'm not an expert. And then there's Trader Giotto, which is how they brand some of their Italian stuff. And I say, I don't know. Yeah. So, but you know, it's a, they say we're, we're having fun here. Um. Okay. So let's check out. Probably forgot some stuff. No big deal. And then yeah, let's walk out of the store. Right back. Oh, how are yeah? How are you? By the way. Have you been, like, doing some walking or some meditating or something? Oh, wow, yeah. And uh, you've been kissing your shoulders like I taught you? Well, yeah, let's kiss our shoulders as we walk out of the store. So empowering. It's like saying, shoulders, I love you. Skin, largest thing in our body or whatever, let me give you a kiss. Yeah, I don't nip. I mean, I did nipple before, and then I get, like, a shoulder hickey. Your shoulder nibble hickey, self-imposed, yeah. No, I don't want to Trader Jojo to know about that. Oh, it's just Jojo, you're right. Uh, yeah, that would be embarrassing. Yeah, I think you could do a chin kiss. That's kind of like a stretch, too. Yeah, I like that. Uh, or itching. Yeah, I like that bone. I do like that bone at the top of the shoulder. Okay, so we're back at my place now. Sweet. Okay, so you prepped the salmon. What I'm going to do is uh, cook these uh, kebabs uh, on the grill. Well, maybe not. I'm going to get these kebabs with salt and pepper and olive oil in this bowl here. And then this big bowl, I'm going to put uh, the pork and the ground beef. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm going to take this butter knife and spread some, just a little bit of bread miso on each one. That's the best we could do. Then... Uh, now, I have my jar of various spices, and uh, so the, the, I'm just going to put about uh, two tablespoons in. I mean, I just shake it, uh, get like a Polaroid picture exactly. Uh, then breadcrumbs, I don't know, half or quarter cup, uh, yeah. Now the chili lime salt, like uh, not too much because we put the red miso in. 
you can't really taste it, so we don't want to oversalt it. Undersalting it, we could fix, kind of. Oh, yeah, we are going to use my Instapot. Of course we are. Of course, of course. And now there's one issue with it. But let's get these meatballs ready. And then where was? Oh, then the egg. And then this is, like, really cold. So, like, all I do is I, my hands are clean, and I just mush it all. And for, it takes a while. Yeah, this is a squeeze. I squeeze it. It does go through my fists. I squeeze it all the way so it leaks out through my fingers. And then I reform it. Yeah, it's it's not relaxing just because the meat's cold. I mean, I guess if you warmed the meat and the egg, it would be. It, it, you wouldn't believe it. It's actually, like, ice cold. And uh, if you could get some towel ready for me, but is keep squeezing it. And uh, the great thing about the the, the curry uh, the curry powders is that you can kind of see, make sure everything gets evenly distributed. Yeah, and then I'm gonna form them. And as you know, I like my meatballs like sizable. I think for me, it's just that then they're not. You know, they're not dry. But anybody, you know, some people just like smaller, crispier meatballs. Yeah, so we're going to do that. Now I'm going to wash my hands. Uh, yeah, we have definitely, yeah, I mean, I like making big meatballs. Like, like I don't know. I just, it just, uh, maybe because I never ate meatballs till like, literally four years ago. Yeah, we did get to the bottom of it last summer, I think. Or was it? Yeah, it was last summer. There was this, I think I talked about it. I won't say the name of it, but there's this famous, popular type of meatball where I grew up, uh, like uh, seasoning and style. And I realized uh, that it was like some people in my family thought it was a treat. And when I tasted it, I said, oh, this is why I don't eat meatballs. I, this is just not a flavor I enjoy. So, yeah, as a child, I just assumed that all meatballs would taste like that. But now it's in, like, and now I'm in my full-fledged adulthood, quote, unquote, quote, uh, I've been renewed passion for meatballs, or I do say it a lot, I guess. Okay, so here's the issue. We have them formed. They don't have to be perfect. I do have a problem with the browning situation because you like you can brown them right in the Instapot in a sauce, but they always stick. So I've been browning them in this cast iron and, but don't worry, like we're not going to leave any flavor behind. Cause we, so why don't you chop that onion up, chop up some garlic, and I'm going to brown these meatballs. Why do that? Why you do it? Yeah, so we're just going to brown them. Get them. Yeah, they'll be a little bit more like cube balls, meat cubes than meatballs by the time I'm done. Or more, they're more like not quite an octagon. Yeah, more, not meat domes, meat spheres. Meat spheres, yeah. Yeah, kind of like that Epcot thing. Spaceship Meatball. Oh, that was a movie. I think it was a meatball. That was like a... Oh, that was like... It should have been the title of a Nuns in Space episode. You're right. Okay, so we'll just brown those. And then you have the onion and the garlic ready. Now take that simmer sauce and put it into the Instapot. Whole thing. Yeah, it's a bit like a tomato-based sauce. Then those... uh. It, I think those are tikka vegetables or whatever. Put those in there, and they're in another kind of tomato paste, a little bit different flavor. And mix those together. You can turn this the saute on in there because then it'll uh, start heating the liquid. 
Um, and I just want to make sure we might want to put a little more water, just put a, like a half jar of water in there. Yeah, that looks better because you don't, we don't want it, um, you know, any, you just, you, Instapot is like, uh, you got to learn as you go. Okay, so I'm browning these meatballs. Uh, now we're going to do a little bit. Oh, you know what? I messed up already. So, uh, you leave that saute in. I'll just put some gloves in. So I'm going to put these meatballs are brown. I'm going to put them on these paper towels. Uh, to, to just drain a little. And then we'll put the onion in here. It, I think this is, I don't know if this is deglazing. For me, it's just getting the flavors out of the pan. Yeah, so we're going to, uh, like, it's a hot pan. Yeah, so those onions cooking pretty fast. And then what we're going to do really fast is uh, put the garlic in for, like, 45 seconds. Okay, go. Yeah. And then mixing the garlic here. Yeah, and then what we'll do is uh, you pour all of the tomato, yeah, and then we'll just reduce it barely and get all the flavor together. And I'm just spinning that around. Yeah, I'm pretty, no, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I've been work, you're right. I've been working a lot on the podcast. Uh, no, I mean, I'm trying to do stuff just to, like, uh, just to, like, to stay focused. Uh, no, I have gone on some art, not any dates, artist dates I have, yeah, to movies. Uh, yeah, I've been meaning to get to a museum. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know, I know you care. Uh, thank, thanks so much. No, I'm getting good with my boundaries. I think by the end of 2018, I'll be in more balance, I think, yeah. If JoJo would get off JoJo's rear end and once a month, the sponsor, that we'd be good to go. Well, almost, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I should share with you there. Okay, so now we got it in a nice boil. Now we'll put it back in the Instapod. We'll put the meatballs in there. Uh, yeah, and it's got some onion and garlic and, and all those flavors. Smells good. You're right. And then we'll put uh, we we'll put the top on, seal it, and, uh, yeah, pressure cook it for 10 minutes, and then we'll leave it. Uh, yeah, okay, let's wipe this pot out. We're going to get this uh, my, my, this frying pan. Yeah, this is an as-seen-on-TV frying pan. I think it's got copper. No, I didn't buy it from the infomercial, but I, I don't know. Life, I thought, I think I saw it on Lifehacker. I said, well, that's uh, interesting. And I need a pan to cook salmon and uh, eggs in. So this is perfect. Yeah, it, it hasn't lost its, uh, in the past when I bought these, they've lost their non-stickability pretty fast. But this one's going strong for like three or four months. Okay, so we're we're gonna take the salmon you made, and we'll do that. We'll do a sear this side. You do sear the skin side first. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, just a little spray. There we go. So it's only a couple minutes uh, for these pieces of salmon. I didn't think about the fact that JoJo's a bear, so that JoJo would probably like salmon. I mean, I don't want to speak for all bears, especially stuffed imaginary corporate bears, but. Uh, is it corporate? Have, has there ever been any cartoons about a corporate bear? No, that you, not that you know. Of. Huh, well, maybe that's another thing they could. Uh, I could think about uh, capitalizing on. Say, Jojo the corporate bear. Um, not okay. Yeah, you're right. Just curious. Uh, yeah, so we're getting a nice sear on there. Oh, we got to make the tzatziki sauce. So, so chop up. Uh, Good thing I don't peel the cucumbers, and these don't really have seeds. So just take the tips off, then cut them 
like a long way once and then the long way again. So then you have four and then chop them and then push them in this bowl. It would be good with a little onion, but we don't have, we use the onion for the sauce. Okay. And then, um, let's take a lemon and let's uh, fill this with a uh, uh, yogurt. Just, I, I like to have a good balance of yogurt and cucumber, like a good rate. That, that looks like a great ratio. I mean, I'm, I'm heavy on the cucumber, but you want enough yogurt so it's not, so it is a sauce and not a dressing, but close to a dressing. And let's squeeze that lemon in there, half, and then the other half. Uh, and we're going to put some salt in. Chili lime salt, we could do, well, we just put the lemon in there. Let's just stick with some uh, sea salt. And pepper, maybe a little onion powder and garlic powder, just a bit. That's a good idea, too. And now some dill. I, I don't know what measurement. I mean, I would use less dill because I still have that one time. Yeah, I think it was like in the aughts, maybe even the 90s, I made a fresh dill salmon. And I took the, I said, well, if this is a fresh seasoning, I'll just use 10 times more. Yeah, and then I was never able to touch dill again, other than pickles. And never hurt my consumption of pickles. I mean, I'm not a big pickle, you know, but it didn't turn me off of pickles. I said, oh, yeah, sure, I'll have a pickle. But yeah, anything else. But now I'm back, as long as we don't use too much. So maybe a half teaspoon and then, you know, more to taste. Exactly. And we're just going to whisk a big fork and whisk all that together. And then go ahead and taste it with a spoon and see, does it need any salt? Does it need pretty good, huh? It has a tartness. Uh, it's just like the restaurant, I think. Uh, yeah, it turns out it turns out pretty good. But then the same thing with the hummus. Just mix that up with a fork, and we can use a fork to serve it. Uh, salmon's ready. We're going to rest that rest. I'm going to cook these uh, kebabs. And what else we got here going? Um, hummus and tabula, or the tabula, we'll need a spoon for that. Uh, let's see. So we'll have the vegetables. And then the flatbread. If we if you turn on my cat, the, the left burner, and yeah, turn on the grill griddle. Uh, that's cast iron grill griddle. I will use that. Uh, well, it does create a lot of stuff in the kitchen. Uh, so... Yeah, and well, I, mean, I never figured out how to not create smoke in the kitchen. I mean, if it, that's like getting grease on myself, it's just something that I do. Okay, so yeah, so, uh, and then we'll use that to warm up some of these flatbreads. And it looks like the time is proceeding very well on the meatballs. Oh, yeah, how are we going to serve it? You, you, we'll create a buffet. And then what you do is you kind of cut the meatballs up into like quarters and you put that on it. You put those on first. I guess you could put like some hummus on first, like it, like it was refried beans. You then put the meat, then uh, the hummus or the tabbouleh, the sauce or the um, tabbouleh vegetables and then maybe the cucumber sauce. Well, there's two options. So, like, uh, I think everybody should start with one because what I learned is that uh, what can, can be nice is to take the tomato-based sauce that the meatballs are simmering in, and then you just soak it and you eat it more like an open-faced sandwich with a knife and a fork. 
And when the bread's soaked in the sauce, it's a different experience. Both are good. Yeah, no, both are equally kind of uh, where you get stuff on yourself. But the, um, the soaked in the sauce experience is really good, too. So it's like, oh, do you want a more of a taco experience or more of something that has a bread in it, but it's more of a soaked in juices bread? Yeah, I mean, you could eat this over rice or something. I think it's just a much different experience. There's something in this situation. It, oh, well, just creamy. I don't think the creamy and yogurty stuff uh, goes as well. It goes better with a bread than a rice, uh, in my opinion. The tomato sauce would be, the tomato based sauce is fine on anything. But maybe there's something, and same with the uh, hummus. They say, well, that's more of a bread, bread-based topping, BB, BBT. I do have a question about the stuffed animals that are coming. Uh, we're, we're like, uh, do, do we, uh, do I offer to lift them up or do we put it by the floor? Like, is Koa going to sniff the stuffed animals? Will that be, maybe I should put Koa away. Yeah, you're right. Okay, because here they come. Hey, Trey. Oh, you did bring Joffrey. But it's, hey, how are you doing? Oh, what, wait a second. Now you're coming into my apartment. You're, you're, uh, you're human size. Uh, so good to see you. Yeah, great to have you here. Yeah, no, you're totally on time. I'm just so, so glad to have you. So, yeah, we're having, uh, we have two choices. Yeah, that is salmon you smell, Jojo. Great. Oh, thank you. Brought some ice creams. And some non perfect. That gives us a, you, you, it's like you read my mind, Jojo. Yeah, so we have a lot of options here. You can have a so we can have salmon or we have ground beef, ground beef and pork meatballs, or both, uh, or all together. And yeah, the the, the kind of yeah, it's it's I'd say it's Indian influenced. And what you'll do, yeah, you, you guys do need a curry. I think you've had curry paste in the past, but I'm not positive. But, yeah, this is mostly TJ's meal, almost, uh, you know, 98%. So, yeah, we'll uh, I'll heat up this naan in the oven, which is magically already preheated, and the naan only takes two minutes. But we have some flatbreads. Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, uh, no wrong way to do it. Now, some people might say uh, hummus or the tzatziki or whatever. No, this is fresh tzatziki, homemade. And that, I know you sell it there too, but this is made from, I mean, it's fresh combined, I guess. It's you no know, yogurt, lemon, cucumber, dill, salt and pepper. Yeah, there's TLC in everything, Joffrey. Joffrey, by the way, good to see you back on your feet and with some friends. I'm sorry, all, yeah. I mean, you know, personally, I was a Lionel. I don't remember who Lionel Kitty City had, but that was my place. But they've been gone for like, uh, four, you know, 30 years, 20 years. Uh, yeah, they were the ones that took the tur- t- turned your frown upside down. Lionel Kitty City. And maybe it was with Lionel Train. Maybe it was back in the day of, uh, you know, when there's train stores. No, it wasn't. I mean, I wished I could shop at a Toys R Us because you were always on WPIX. You know, you don't want to talk about the past. Obviously not. You're moving forward. Uh, and it's great to see two, two of you together, uh, like, uh, and out and about. How did you get here? Did it do, oh, because you, how do you, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, 
Yeah, because you grew when you came through. At first, I, uh, I said, how are we going to... That's very considerate of you to grow to human size. So they have to figure out, you know, place settings or... I don't have small forks and stuff. Okay, yeah, the non's ready. Yeah, and just soak it. Well, yeah, you can eat it like taco. Yeah, the salmon's good. Thank you. Well, thanks, uh... Yeah, this is my friend. This is Joffrey and Jojo. Yeah, they're here as friends. I hope this is the beginning of a great friendship. Uh, you know, just, and I just mean, you know, as simple as uh, maybe eight months from now, we eat dinner together again and exchange some texts and maybe watch a Warriors game or something. Great. Uh, yeah, and then, well, see, uh, now that you brought the naan, I wanna ha- I'm going to have the naan. And then what I'm going to do is put this, some tomato sauce over the naan. So this will show you an alternative way. Then I'm going to put the meatballs on the naan. Yeah, then some tabbouleh, tabbouleh, tabbouleh. Uh, then some of these onions and bell pepper and, you know, and then the cucumber yogurt sauce. Uh, and, yeah, it's very soaked, so it wouldn't be able to lift up the naan without it falling apart. It, wouldn't, it hasn't stopped me from trying in the past. But, yeah, we could just cut it up and eat it with a fork and a knife. It's very excellent that way. And, yeah, very simple. Yeah, there you go. Just take a bite. It's wonderful. Wonderful to have you here with me eating dinner. Wonderful to have my friends here. Uh, you know, nice, warm, yeah, soul-filling meal. Thank you, Joffrey. Really helped uh, boost all our spirits. Good to see you smile. Well, I don't think I've ever seen you frown, even though you didn't work at Lionel Kitty City, where the frown gets turned upside down. You know, it's good to have some friends over, break some bread together. We're breaking breads and uh, cutting breads and ripping breads. Uh, yeah, it's a great meal, and uh, thanks so much. Uh, and then we'll have yeah some of the desserts you brought. Uh, good, but uh, my fr- my friend, they always take a nap. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. Uh, good night. Uh, it was a great meal.